Welcome to Shardcast, Season 1, Episode 1. I'm Mish. I'm Josh. And I'm Eric. No, you're Welcome. not. <laughs> Anyways, so just a quick explanation of what we're planning on doing with Shardcast is we're going to have a read-through of all of Brandon's books. Awesome. We're going to start with Belantris, go in publication order. Um, warning, there will be spoilers. Lots of spoilers. Yeah. So if you haven't already read the book, our advice, turn it off, go read it. We're going to, at least for Elantris, we're going to go three chapters at a time. Maybe. And then and then record an episode around those three chapters. We, we're, we, we were thinking of doing a narration of the book as we were doing this, but then we decided that that, while it would stretch out our content, would not be good. No, we decided that Eric just couldn't hold it together and stop from making meat jokes. <laughs> okay, be warned. Um, I know that we've got a couple of other false stars before. Just ignore those. This is the real start. We're doing it for realsies this time. Yep, we totally Don't make did. any promises. We didn't mistakenly record this a while ago, but then it didn't record. Certainly not. No, no, no. no. We don't do things like that. We're professionals here. Professional. Mm-hmm. Soon. So for news, really quickly, uh, first off, Alloy of Law is, of course, now out in paperback. You should really read page 81. It's awesome. Oh, right. It's true. Uh, you, 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 it came out on my birthday, uh, so you should send it to me for, you know, a belated birthday present. Oh, yeah, because, you know, you don't already have it. No, I don't. You know, I... I never get, I never get books these days. You know, I I, I just I just sort of magically gel. Are, are you the poor college student? Yes, who definitely hasn't spent money on fair chemical tables. Certainly not. Oh, Certainly not. not. So we've also got the Emperor of Soul, which is now out. Um, you can buy it in multiple formats. Most major booksellers will have it, as well as a- any of your major ebook sellers. Except, Google Except Play. for Google Play, because nobody loves them. I like Google Play. I like Google Play. Also, Empersol, fabulous. I think it's one of the best ones. So, like, it's pretty much the best Brandon book. One of, one of the best. It's just, it's short, but it's sweet and awesome. So you should go buy it, except on Google Play, because you can't. In related news, <clears throat> do we have anything else to talk about? Um, Legion is apparently free on Audible. Oh. Or so they say. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I totally listened to it. It's actually really good. And Is the audiobook good? Yeah, it, hmm. it actually is. Hmm. Um, I, I actually really enjoyed the reader. It's not Michael Kramer, so it's not, you know, amazing, but it's actually pretty good for what it is. So you're not so, thinking about the Wheel of Time the entire time you're hearing about Stephen Leeds and his aspects? That no. would be pretty funny. No, that's that, Stormlight Archive. But ah. So just bounce on over to Audible and tell them that they should sponsor us because we're pimping them. I personally clicked on Audible. I don't know if I can bounce to their server. <laughs> you know what? Bounce. <laughs> also... In case you've bought a physical copy of either Legion or Emperor Soul, if you take a picture of yourself with the book or send in a copy of your uh, or a picture of your receipt to ebooks at brandonsanderson.com, you can actually get a free copy of the ebook. If you need a specific version, you can specify that in your email and we would be happy to send it to you. I'm just imagining someone like trying to physically mail the receipt <laughs> to that and it's hilarious. I wonder what the post office would do if you wrote on it addressed to email at brandonsanderson.com. It'd be great. That, that would be a really interesting thing to maybe that's the future of mail. Who knows? <laughs> we will scan up your mail for you. That'd be that's... nice actually. I'd be yes, it that. Will then. Anyways, also as a side note, uh Brandon has posted an announcement about the A Memory of Light line for those Watt fans who also listen. Um you can check out the information on brandonsanderson.com. So <clears throat> I think that that is all the news. Well, no. One more thing. Oh, one one more thing. 
Okay. Apparently there are still fair chemical prints available from Inkwing. They're so fabulous. bounce on over <laughs> to <laughs> Inkwing.com. They they are a very cheap seventy five dollars. I have one. It's it's gorgeous. Uh but it, it, it is expensive. But it's if worth the quality as well. It's well, well worth, it. worth it. It's just a side note about the quality. These are archival prints, which means that, as Isaac Stewart of Inkwing put it, they're going to survive through the apocalypse. Plus, they print like them. For... <laughs> Plus, they're going to survive, uh, or not survive. They uh, Inkwing actually bought the printer to make these themselves, so it's kind of helping to pay for the printer. So future projects will be really awesome as well, like rumored projects that we can't really talk about. No. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they're great. You should definitely buy them. Uh, I'm surprised they're still there, because I know the Almantic one sold out really quick. Um, anything else? I well, think... the we're... wiki, but... Yeah, yes. well, okay, yeah. So, when we're reading along, you know, if you feel inspired... You should go, like, edit the wiki for the cool stuff we write. Speak. We don't write anything. Yeah. Do do that. Do wiki stuff. If you hear something that hasn't been added to the wiki already, please feel free to add it, because our wiki can always use help from users like you. And if you know nothing about wiki formatting, that's okay, because, you know, we have people... Uh, who do, and they will help you. And so if you just want to write things, you can do that. And it's, don't feel scared. Yeah. They're, they're nice. You I promise. You. Unless you troll us, and then we're going to have a bad time. Well, then we just troll you back. It's true. Okay. So, it looks like the first order of business, I know, very formal but is uh, getting into it, talking a little bit about, you know, just some introductory things like the map and chapter 50. Oh, we're going to start with chapter 50, are we? Yeah. It's, you know, you gotta, you gotta shake things up. It's like, this is an Alcatraz four. Ooh, that will be fun to do. That will be fun to do. People will think they like missed an episode or something. When we start (laughs) on chapter two, you know, for our season, for our episode names, we should just just rant, like come up with new ones. That'd be that'd be really funny. That was. I like okay. this plan. <laughs> Moving on. So, the map. Um, I honestly think I like it. It's a little bit different from any of the other maps that you see in your typical fantasy books. It's a little bit more homemade looking, but I kind of like it. <laughs> Like, cause, cause homely is what you want in a professional work. <laughs> I think it makes it stand out. And well, no, okay. terrible. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying this honestly. When I looked at the map, I thought it was kind of nice because every other map, it just is overwhelming and it looks too <laughs> stiff and formal. Whereas with the Elantris map, if you look at it, it's a little bit less formal. It's a little bit more... I don't know what the word I'm looking for I is. I have no idea what the word you're looking for is. It's it's just bad. That's your word. Well, bad. I, know, I mean, I have a Boy special... terrible. I have a special place in my heart for the map, and, and all of Elantris, really. But Isaac's maps are better. I mean, I can't... I... Isaac's maps are better, and there have been rumors that if the annotation annotated or the anniversary edition ever comes out, there will be a re- redesigned map potentially with the chasm fixed in it. Yeah, there's a couple so, errors in the book, which we will point out. They're interesting. Not great, big though. glowing Las Vegas style lights. They'll be <laughs> very well marked out. We like, like continuity errors here. Yep. Or, or like, um, point of view errors, like with cha- the beginning of chapter one. Eh, okay. Well, we shouldn't start with chapter 50, Mish. No skipping. No. You're skipping. We, I, I don't think I am. Yeah, I, actually, I am. I'm skipping the prologue. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Maybe we should so, talk about that. Fair enough. 
Nothing interesting happens in the prologue. Except, you know, the city of the gods being destroyed for all eternity. That's not interesting. Well, and talking about errors, it actually does have one in it. Right. It, uh, they they lie. The prologue lies. How it, so? It says that only Aurelish are taken, and that is not true. That is true. It does say that. However, it is those who are near Aurelish or have a, a, a whatever blood in them. Those people. Like, yeah, those We're people. We're going to have difficulty pronouncing things. Just yeah. so you know, don't take our pronunciation. Pronounce uh, your our words as being completely true. Wait, yes, as two more lying to you. Yes, as Brendan says, you are the director of the book. We say things our way. If you say them differently, that's just fine. Except if you're Mishan, then we make fun of you. Yes. Or unless you pronounce Kelsier as Kessler, and then we're gonna. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh... There's no forgiveness for that. You get a hemallergic spike right up the... somewhere. <laughs> nose. Yeah, you know, you never have inquisitors with spikes through the nose. It's true. Nose piercings and lip piercings are rather common. You'd Mostly think because it would be ridiculous because you look like a pig. Okay. That's well, no, big earring. Anyway, that's a discussion. No, for... it's a... No, just spike through the nose. Giant That's spike. a discussion for Mistborn. Let's keep it to Elantris for now. No. And the fact that there no. was actually an, a different version of the prologue to start out with. Yeah, that's uh, it. That's... I liked it better. Honestly, I... I think it fits the feel of the book a lot better. It does fit the feel of the book a lot better, but it feels a little bit clunky in my opinion. So you can find it online? You can find the deleted scene of the original prologue online? Yeah, yes. it's under uh, the Elantris portal. Cool. See, the great thing about not remembering our previous podcast is I can, you know, ask these questions. Oh. I, I legitimately do not remember. Good to what, know. What previous podcast? We There was no false <laughs> we didn't start. We did mess up we, once. No, no. Just didn't it wasn't work. my fault, that's for sure. <laughs> also, question for you guys. What about those who have already been changed? What do you mean? I mean we're talking about the Sheod and how it takes anybody. What are you talking about? When Elantris breaks, what yeah. happens to everybody who was already in Elantrian? Because it's assumed that um, the problem with the Sheod occurs in the middle of transformation. Well, what about those that are already all the way through? They all, Technically, they have already gone through the change, and it shouldn't affect them. My no, theory, no, that, no, that's, that's a my, cheat. My theory is that they have a continuing relationship with the door, and because the door... No, 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 no. <laughs> the door just is very polygamous. <laughs> <laughs> no, but their, their spiritual forms, or their spiritual connection, continues a link with the door. Right. When the door gets trapped then that link no longer can connect with them, and they regener- or regress back. And that's why they look like those who have not gone through the Sheod. One second. You, you said something that I had a problem with, but now I don't remember what it was. I, I, I mostly agree with that, except the terminology that you used, which I don't remember. Okay, but you get the point. Yeah, I mean, it's it's clear that some effect happened to the previous Elantrians, or else it really wouldn't have been a big deal. It's like, oh no, I have moss on my city, what will I do? Oh it's wait, like, I'll clean it. Yeah. Uh, not a big deal. But, yeah, clearly they're broken. Uh, the relationships with Seans and their master would be broken. Uh, well, Seans makes sense, because Seans ha- need to have... The- Which, again, how does Seans get fixed? Why don't all the Seans break? What do you mean? All the Seans... Oh, yeah! Why don't all of the Seans break? Because Seans are not actual Aeons, Josh. I mean, oh. they're, they're Aeons, but they're not Aeons like the... It, it's not channeling something because they are already splinters of devotion. Fair. Ha! And if you have never... We'll, we'll talk more about devotion later, but Seans are, uh... Seans we'll, are we'll talk more about that. If we'll you have no idea it. what that just 
was just one one shardcast episode from the beginning that we will keep is shardcast or the Cosmere 101. Reference it. No, no, it, it, it's season zero. All the previous ones never ha- it, it happened, but now it's season zero. This is our test run, which we failed. That was fine. It was good info. <laughs> Anyways, does everybody remember what happened in chapter one? Meat. <laughs> yes, there, there, there actually was meat. Yes, there was. Okay, so Galadon gets, or Rayodin gets thrown into a laundress. He meets up with Galadon, and, and Galadon him. gets meat. <laughs> Yes, Galadon gets meat. Yes, he does. Which, as Eric likes to point out, he loves oh so very much. Yes, he does. Uh, all the jerky. Um, so, this I like how the first three chapters uh, all are very zinger openings, and this first line has a viewpoint error. It's fun if you read, you can see the viewpoint errors, where Brandon cheats, and... In the first line, Brandon totally cheats because Brandon doesn't know that he's going to be damned for all eternity, and then it, you know, so it's a viewpoint error because that's not actually in his POV. It's true because but it's a good line, so it, we forget. It's it. a cool line; it just doesn't work. It's well, if you have an awesome enough, awesome enough line, aspiring writers, doesn't matter if it's an error, an error or not. Well, the old original opening hat was an awesome zinger too. I think it was something like, as the doors of Elantris slammed behind him, Rayodin realized he was damned for all eternity or something like that. No, that's not a viewpoint error. No, it's, no, it's not. But it's still an awesome zinger. Oh, yeah, right, right. And, of course, he had to change it because he realized he was doing a whole bunch of random flashbacks, and, well, why not yeah. just start? Yeah, that's interesting. Like, this chapter required a lot of work, and apparently, like, he flashed back to where, uh, you know, he was thinking about what happened, and it, apparently he cut it because it slowed down the pacing, and just thinking about it, it's like, that sounds pretty terrible. Yeah, so, so why not just start there if you're going to have to go back to it? Yep. Well, and Rayodin's a fascinating guy anyways. I mean, think about what you find out about his character just from this first chapter. You find out he's a jerk. Why do you what? say that? Because he constantly mentions how he used to look down on all of the Elantrians. I mean, no, it, why? What yeah, had they no. done so wrong that he looked down on them just to be cast down into them himself? Well, and, and now he, he can see, you know, you know, I was, a, I was supposed to be a king, and well, and at one point he does even say, you know, the Sheod is, or the yeah, the Sheod is supposed to happen to other people. People who yeah. deserve it, not the prince. Well, so. okay. To be fair, if you were taken by the Sheo, you would think the same thing sans the king part. Well, I don't think you're kings, but... Yeah, but what does that say about the people who were taken before? Were they all bad people, too? Okay, the funny thing is that in the prologue that's like, eternity ended ten years ago, and everybody thinks you're damned for all eternity, and it's like, dude, it's just been ten years. Chillax! Relax, bro. Well, remember, Elantrians are near immortal. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, people have terrible memories, so, like, imagining what happened to those previous people, it doesn't matter. Now they're all damned. It was was all a plan. That's true. I think what really uh, signals to me that Rabin is a good guy is the line where he said he'd probably been fooled by Charlatan charlatans a number of times and it's like he this is a really honest person going through some pretty serious stuff well and the fact that he also helps out that boy i mean that's yeah. a nice thing to do although side note what happens to that guy or the boy that he gives the food to and pretty much you know has his head bashed in and it's like his head is pretty much off of his neck when the laundress is restored does he magically get healed or is he gonna Die. Spoiler alert, Elantris get restored. Yeah, we no, told you there were spoilers. No way. I know, I know, but... The city gets fixed? No. It, 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 no, I, I like the alternate ending where all, they, they all literally become zombies and everyone's infected. Yeah, not the truth. Not the truth. Uh, I, I like we that. lie to you, or at least <laughs> I do. Never believe anything I say. 
No, but seriously, what do you think happens from? I've always wondered this. Does he get healed somehow? Because in my mind, that wound is too hard for him to get healed from. Lord Ruler could fix something like that. Spoiler yeah, alert. he could if he was on this planet. Yeah, different planet. Would, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Cosmere magics are connected, and so if someone on one Cosmere world could heal from that, then someone could heal potentially heal from that using different methods on this world. See, I think during the final transformation, when Elantris is fixed, he would succumb to his wounds. That's such a downer ending. It's like, oh, Elantris is restored, and I'm beheaded now. That At the sucks. same time, though, I did just think, Rayo didn't get, or, yeah, Rayo didn't get tilled from whatever happens to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but that's, like, he stubbed his frickin' toe. <laughs> well, no, doesn't he get his Whoops. head back in? Like, I don't know, right. we haven't read that far. I don't remember. I think he gets his head bashed in because he becomes a heode and then he goes to the pool and then he suddenly whole heode hoed you're a hoed no but then he goes crazy and he draws the line and everything gets magically restored and suddenly he gets fixed so if he can get fixed I'm going to choose to believe that the other guy can get fixed too yes that's yeah, what everyone believed like... until you brought it up well, I'm paranoid and I think about you are paranoid. There is a like big every- difference between getting hit in the head a couple times and, you know, laying bleeding on the ground with your brain showing. He it's- wasn't bleeding, though, because he's taken by the Sheode and they don't bleed. Still no- brain showing for, like, upwards of a month. Or, no, You're for dead. three months. The kills all bacteria. You're Please. dead, Sule Kolo. I love Valentine. Okay. I can't pronounce these things. We said this. Well, we're gonna talk about, uh, you know, Galadon. Yeah. Oh, Galadon. Yeah. So Galadon is hilarious. I love Galadon. Galadon rocks. Well, and you've got to make sure to take note of the words that he says. This will come up important later. There will be a test later. We're just warning you now. There will be a test. There will be a test when we cover Way of Kings. Will it cover math questions? No. No. Oh. Cause I Except for maybe math. the fact that Brandon can't do math. That'd be fun. That'd be fun to give Matt, Brandon a math quiz. That'd be fun. Well, of course. Anyways. Side note <laughs> for later books. Yes. <laughs> Moving on. I will derail everything. That's what I'm here for. Uh, Chapter two, everybody. Remember? Oh, we, 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 there, hey, that's something about Galdon that we didn't say. Oh, what what did we not say? Oh, you think I was going to talk about the meat? No, I wasn't. No, yes, you were. no, I wasn't. I yes, was going to say that Galdon's original name was Galerion, which is a terrible name. Right. And... Oh, good. I'm glad you just learned this fact, Mish. Uh... <laughs> no, it is a bad name, and I don't even remember why it was changed. Because the language of the doula evolved around Galadon, yeah. or Galarian, so and Brandon decided it just wouldn't fit. And it's like, yeah, Galarian doesn't really fit anything in any book ever. No, I could see it coming up. Dalinar. I could see it coming up in one of the other books, but just not. It would be funny if that's what he went by on another planet. Oh. That would be hilarious. That would Galarian. Be... I'm would... definitely not Galdon. Spoilers. Such a nice little trick for like a tight, a hidden little. Uh... Anyways, moving That's on. Funny. Let's let's yeah. let's all email Brandon saying that Galdon should do that. Yes. BrandonSanderson.com, the... people. I think I cut off part of that. So. Brandon at BrandonSanderson.com, everyone. There Spam we go. Brandon. And tell him that Galadon... And then he'll never, ever get back to anybody, ever. Oh, yeah. Because it's not like he's, like, a thousand emails behind already, Josh. No, so he's, Peter like, 20,000. 20,000? Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I was trying to lowball it. 20 to 60, I believe. <laughs> yeah. This is truth, people. Merciful Domi! <laughs> so, chapter... behind. <laughs> chapter two, the person with the, ter- with the name that none of us can pronounce properly. <laughs> So, do you, guys, do you guys remember what happened? 
Uh, something uh, with this woman? I don't know. <laughs> so Who's Serena, this person? Those are total pigs and... What? <laughs> Serene lands in K and becomes suspicious over uh, Rewudin's death and then gets introduced to her new father-in-law and mother-in-law. Hedon is a jerk. Like Her father-in-law's a freaking pig. Like, I love how quickly... Brandon teaches us to hate Iodon. Like, it is instantaneous. It's pretty great. It's like, you hate this person forever. Well, and he's a freaking liar, too. Oh, yeah, right. I was like, what did he lie about? Oh, right, his son's death. (laughs) Because given the fact that his son isn't actually dead, the marriage contract should have been nulled and voided. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, right. True, because, because the way the contract is worded, it's if Merciful Domi calls one of the partners parties home. Well, Raiden's not actually dead. He's home to a laundress, though. Hey. But yeah. Serini is surprisingly suspicious of that right from the beginning. Yeah, I wonder why. This creepy, jerkish father-in-law and... Uh, yeah, mysterious death. It's well, no. because nobody seems to care that Rayden is dead. Well, no, oh. even when she steps off of the boat onto the pier. Well, um, sorry, lady, she died. He died from coughs, and she goes to see the funeral. She goes to see the funeral because she's suspicious of his death. No, everyone, everyone, people care about Rayden's death. Like Ashe, interesting. I didn't know that Ashe was male. Totally didn't remember that. Because I always imagine her seon is also being female for some reason. That's very sexist of you, Eric. Well, he does have <laughs> a kind of... He does have a kind of female personality. Like, I, he's supposed to have this deep voice, and I always picture it as a higher... Like an yeah, like, I, it, until I was reminded about the deep voice, I was like, really? Yeah. Sexist? Sexist, Josh? Really? Sexist. <laughs> Well, well Nisha's be... calling Ashe metrosexual, so... No, if you want to be sexist, you talk about how freaking girly the wo- the queen is. That's... Oh, he's horrible. Oh, how my did, God. How did Rayadin turn out good? Well, okay, Ashen... Eshen? Whatever her name Cares. is. The queen. The queen. Wasn't Rayadin's mom, so presumably Rayadin's actual mom was good, but... At the same time, though, how did he not strangle her at some point? Though, you know, how did he not strangle his father? Well, no, with a woman, with a mother or a stepmother, like his stepmother, I can understand how his father actually thinks that all women are idiots because the main truth that he has—that's true. But then again, later in the book, he becomes a huge jerk, anyways. So, well, I mean. The best jerks are the ones that were sympathizable. Idon is not that person, but thinking about that, it's like, well, if you did have Eshin as a wife. Yeah. No, it's not. true. Like, well, no offense. I really respect how optimistic Serini can end up being in face of him and in face of the entire situation, really. I mean, she really does make the best of it. I like how her father teases her. And, oh, yeah. like, at the end, where her dad's just like, your mother's not even going to believe that you've already killed him. Like, that was amazing. It's so true. And I, it's, I love Avento. It, yes. He's such a nice guy. Well, oh. and the nickname Lecky Stick, that's just adorable. It is. It is. I, cool. You know, I, I like how, like, for most of this, we've been talking about not serene, and then... You know, I like how in the Serene chapter we're not talking about Serene mostly at all. That's because she doesn't matter. She sucks. Well, you know, Brandon says that Serene's the main character. Well, Brandon's wrong. Well, and I mean, the story behind her is really fascinating, but we'll go into that later when it actually comes up. What do you mean? The story behind her? What? The inspiration behind Serene. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um... It's still boring. I I mean, I love her, but she does not do anything in this chapter worth mentioning. 
Nope. She shows up on a boat and then she sees Riordan, surprisingly, like getting oh, off. She does see Riordan being in. Is that one thing? Seeing that thing that you would not have noticed unless you read the annotations. Very important. No, I, I, I thought Serene was interesting and it was funny and I like her and that's as good as a chapter one can do. So, so there. Well then, let's move on to chapter three. No. No? I'm gonna hit chapter two into the ground, Mish. Not I like think it's me. already in the ground. Oh. Along with Rodin's dead body. Right. <laughs> so very much not in the ground. Is that that's what you're saying here? Anyway. <laughs> I can make a joke about the meat, but I just can't. You don't even know how I do that. It, actually, that's actually a really good point. Talking about the meat. <laughs> Where are you going? With <laughs> that? No, 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 no. The reason why Red <gasps> still. <laughs> you're speaking of the meat. That's a really good point, Eric. <laughs> no, 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 no. The reason why Rayo didn't. Still has the jerky after he drops his basket and he's getting chased is because he, he sticks he... it down his pants. I believe it's because he has dropped his jerky while he's being escorted and he shoves it into his shirt. And I think that's about the time that Serene sees him oh. is when she's picking when he's picking up that piece of jerky. <laughs> that is amazing. That is so, that, that makes so what you're saying is he's, he's handling his meat. <laughs> Someone's for a PG-13 rating for this podcast. No, uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's it's true. It's a piece of meat. <laughs> it is. It's a piece if of. He has his hand on it. He is handling. Ladies <laughs> 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 and gentlemen, the men. <laughs> Oh, Mish, how's that clean rating going? <laughs> it's going pretty well, I think. We're just going to edit down to it, don't worry. Oh, no, we'll keep it all in. No, we're going to keep it all in, but anyways, going on. It's hard. <laughs> all I heard was hard. I came in at the wrong time there. That's moving right. on, moving on. Raythan. Three, do you guys remember what happens? Raythan being amazing. Raythan shows up to save the world. Yeah, pretty much. He's awesome. He, I like him. And he's such a nice guy, even though he controls the fate of a person in the... In, he, he, he controls the the fate of a man's life in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> he does! <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I, nice wouldn't be the word I would describe Hrathen with. Hrathen. I always say Hrathen, but that's not right, is it? I don't even know. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Um, no. Like, awesome. B.A. Yes. Nice guy. He's not like, Overall, give you a piece of meat. <laughs> overall, he is a nice guy. I mean, in comparison with the way he could be, I mean, he's actually, okay, nice may be not the right thing, and you guys are going to call me crazy for this, but gentle. He is a very gentle person. I, I always find those uh, armored monks with crimson capes. They're gentle people. They're very gentle. As a personality, he has a very gentle personality. Thinks about Think about how he treats the Elantrian later in. I mean, he's very gentle. He's very respectful to how... To the... Thoughtful. Uh, how about... Thoughtful rather than gentle. Gentle is not Raven. Raven is someone who will definitely break your bones if he needs to. And that is not who I describe as gentle. Fair enough. Thoughtful, yes. He is thoughtful and he often thinks about repercussions of things and he's very uh, analytical, I guess? I don't know. Well, and especially uh, the talking about analytical being over analytical myself and paranoid and paranoid no but if you read the letter that he gets from god man dude oh. who i'm not going to Wern. try and say his name Wern. is Wern. Wern. Wern the fourth. yes if you read it knowing it at the end that it's not supposed to be a convert or you shall die but 
ha, I'm preaching fire and damnation because you're all going to die no matter what you do. It actually reads as a, you're all going to die no matter what, not a, you have three months to convert the people. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Nowhere does it say that if you don't, con- or if you convert all of them, they'll all be saved. It's just, I'm going to rain down hellfire and damnation in, um, you know, three months. So, huh. tell them all to get the hell out. Well, and that's a weird religion. I didn't remember that. Even reading it, I, like, still didn't pick that up, which is kind of sad. Which, it's a weird religion anyways. I mean, you, it's like, okay, this is going to be really random, but it's like one of those pyramid schemes in a religion. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, wait, you know, wasn't one of, Brandon said on writing excuses sometimes that uh, the entire government of Arelon is like, is like that. A it's great like big... a multi... What What did he say? Was it... Yeah, I know the term you're looking for. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's, yeah, it's my name is Jason. Would you like to buy some Avon? Right, and so the directly religion is actually kind of like how the economics of Arylon works. Arylon? I'm not pronouncing it even consistently to me. <laughs> no, but seriously, you serve this man, the man on top of you, the man on... <laughs> I almost just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Can't do much else. <laughs> you, you serve the man who is in the position above you. <laughs> Not better. So what you're saying, love, is he's on top. assassinated the top man, would the entire religion just fall apart? No. Jadis would probably choose someone else. Fair. Oh my god. I'm just, I can't I can't even breathe. <laughs> I can't just cannot breathe. <laughs> wow. <Maybe the laughs> pick something different or someone new. Yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing with the Dorothy religion, which you guys well, not not you guys, but the listeners may not know, is that the Dorefi religion is controlled a lot by the Skazy. So, oh, really? Um, well, I mean, we don't really know, but apparently the Skazy hold a lot of sway in Fjordel. So, the Skazy okay. are splinters of Dominion, which is a different shard. Yeah. Which we'll talk about more later. We'll talk about more later, when we're not we'll talk about laughing. them when they actually come up. But the question is, though, is are the two gods that they worship the same god? I don't think so. I, well, just worshipped in a different form. I mean, obviously, from the book, the religions have no concept of dominion and devotion. Oh, I, ooh, Josh, I think the way I saw it was always that you have this uh, Jindo, Jindoese dude. He's Keseg, right? He wrote the Shu Keseg. And then the shards manipulated that in devotion and dominion ways, and that's sort of a cosmological way on why they split, because there's these two opposing forces that adapted this idea of unity in two separate ways. That makes a lot of sense, actually, but who uh, originated the idea? Who gave him the original inspiration? Somebody made it up! I don't think so. I think it was probably, quote-unquote, divine divine here there's only no that wouldn't that wouldn't work because there's two shards and so if it was divine then someone who was influenced by one of the two shards wouldn't have made up something that was uh you know effectively neutral you could say unless he was influenced by both well Mm, that's true that would be saying in the cosmere there are clearly people who aren't necessarily divine who have created a religion around them. <clears throat> Kelsier. For Fair. Example. And so there's clearly... A, it's not unreasonable that 
Kessig's just some dude. Fair enough. Like, we don't know, and Brandon's never going to say. And I mean, you know. Because he's a punk. Well, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, looking at the stuff that happened in Mistborn, there's a lot of religions, and they don't necessarily need to be directly shardically inspired, necessarily. Fair enough. Though I do like your theory about how the two religions got created from the central point being split. I think that's the easiest explanation. They both claim to worship the same gods, just in different ways. But I think I really do think that the shards have been manipulating that general idea, just in line with their intent, which is what they do. Right. Which would with make perfect sense. Devotion and dominion. Mm-hmm. So. Where well, one of them is like, hey, yeah, everybody loves me, and the other one's like, serve the guy on top of you. Wow. Let him dominate you. Moving on. Let's talk about, actually, good segue point. That's totally accurate, Josh. Good segue point. This is the way that uh, Hraithan actually uses Devoth. He kind of... He dominates him? (laughs) Oh, wow. You two are making me sound more dirty than I am. You have dirty minds. Anyways. I no, guess. The thing. <laughs> no, but D- Harathan, when he interviews Diloph, is all like, okay, he is a little bit too crazy for my liking. Let's see if there's a way that we can manipulate this to our working. Which, Diloph is a fascinating character anyways. You know, I, I still... Uh... It's it's still weird how uh, Diloph is actually decor. Like I, I still don't get it. Maybe I'll read it and we'll see. Well, and it makes sense to me that he's decor. What doesn't make sense to me is how does Arathen not remember the guy that tortured him? Yeah, yeah. Like it's not really foreshadowing that in this immediate sense. It's just Diloph's just some crazy zealot, and there's not a great deal of foreshadowing that changed that. I thought. No, they don't really... Well, what were you going to say? It's kind of implied that um, Diloph is actually manipulating Raithen. Do you think? Like, a lot. Because Raithen actually looks at him and goes, you know, this dude's nuts. You know, this guy's a madman. And then he stops and second-guesses himself more than once when he's considering Diloph. And I think, honestly, Diloph might be using some Dakor magic against him. Because... That could make sense. We don't know what all of the Dakor monks can do. I mean, we know very small snippets, but says who that they couldn't have some emotional effect. It's perfectly reasonable that they're... Well, especially with the door. Like, the door, if you use it in a particular way... I think it could pretty much mimic any magic system in the Cosmere. So I see no reason why that would be impossible for some of those magics to have sort of a sort of a pushing and pulling, soothing like riding soothe, sort of way. Yeah, exactly. Soothe, uh, suspicion that and should not trust. Be, that should not be difficult to replicate. Right. No. Um, so I had totally awesome Cosmere theory here. Oh. Just throwing this out here. Yeah. Forgery is how Galadon is getting around and still using magic. What? He's forging a new spirit for himself what? that's not based on Elantris. Ooh, 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 I like that. You, you stamp... No, 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 no. I like this because you stamp your... Reforge your soul with a stamp that says that the door is not required to access the Aeon door. Or, you know, the... Typical source to access the Andor is oh, not the source. Oh, my own. Oh, okay. okay. It lets you reforge your spirit web. It is yes. very clearly implied. Yes. And if it could... set your spirit web to be from somewhere else, the location of the door may change because well, it's you could... implied that the door kind it's... of is yeah, different based on where you're from. I like that. This will have n- you will have no idea what this is unless you've read Emperor's Soul, but really interesting, and you should read it anyway. It's short, yeah. come on, just do it. Uh, that's interesting because if you could reforge your spirit web, the the problem with that, well, I mean, I guess Shy uses her essence marks to change who she is pretty fundamentally. Right. Uh, I mean, it'd be the tricky only- to, but 
The only issue is, would you have to go back to Elantris? Because remember, the Emperor has to re-stamp himself every single day, or else his soul goes yeah. back to what it is. Mm-hmm. Would you have to go back to Elantris to re-stamp yourself each day? That is a good question that we should probably keep to uh, a more theoretical podcast. Because, but, this, but this is interesting, and we'll, we'll definitely talk about this more, because uh, we could talk about this a long time. Just the only, had to get that out there. That's, that's really good. I, that didn't really occur to me. Uh, the only other question I had that I wanted to bring, or a point that I wanted to bring up about Chapter Three, which is that I find it interesting that their religion is a continuous scripture creation, unlike a lot of our religions on Earth, where if it's already been created, that's it. There is no more. When uh, Wern writes out the letter, the letter becomes scripture. And what do you mean that scripture is evolving? Well, that's I, a very LDS sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's well, like Brandon's LDS or something. Yeah, it's not quite the same, but I think it's an interesting yeah, concept. Yeah. Okay. You, you so. I, I'm just throwing that out there. I don't really know because uh, it but, would not shock me if Brandon got that concept from his LDS upbringing. Well, I mean, and that's a perf- perfectly reasonable, and it fits with that religion perfectly fine. Not, not saying that he's trying to convert anybody, but. It, it, I well, can see where that could be. I mean, that's... Yeah. I can see where people would think that that is where the inspiration came from. Yeah. But... So... So, now with Chapter 3, what, what do you guys uh, think of Elantris so far? I, I'm finding that it's really good to get back into it. I'm really excited, because this is one of my favorite of Brandon's books, mm. I especially love the romance later in, and I'm oh, excited to get girl. to that. Yeah, I'm shocker. such a girl. I'm going to be the voice of naysaying here and admit openly that I don't really love Elantris. The triad system, I feel, is clunky. It makes it feel like it takes forever for the plot to go anywhere. But it is because nice to see the plot it. progression only moves once every three chapters for each character, and that's a very slow plot progression at the beginning. There are some pacing issues with Lantris. That's for sure. I had a really hard time getting into this book. Mm -hmm. I mean, the first time I read it, I had to start it three or four different times because I found and still find the beginning to be really boring. It's It's true. There's not a lot going on. I, I think what kept me going was just trying to get back to the Raiden chapters, not because Raiden is necessarily my favorite, but that the central mystery is in Raiden's. And so I wanted to get back to Raiden just because initially with the prologue, the mystery of Elantris is like really compelling. And so that makes yeah. me want to continue. Well, that but... was the other thing that kept throwing me off is it's like, oh, you know, this Raiden guy's really interesting. Now, who in the heck are these two? I don't know these two, and I couldn't care less about them, but I'd like to read more about Raiden. And And the first time through this book, I mean, why do you care about Raiden? You don't. He's just some random guy. I mean, you might care about Raiden's fiancé, the first read-through, but this random priest dude, I feel like he comes out of kind of nowhere. Did you read the paperback or the hardback? I did read the paperback. See, the thing with the paperback is that it it tells you immediately on the back of that that there are three viewpoints. And that's what, actually what got me to pick up the book. Really? Because for me, I did not want to read it when I first read the paperback. because I Or the back of the paperback, because I thought it was kind of boring. Although, I also <laughs> thought, Horathan, I hated his viewpoints when I read through it the what? first time. Oh, I man. hated his viewpoints when I first read through it. I was like... Am, am I the only one who, like, doesn't hate one of the three characters? Like, I don't mind any of them. I mean, Serene's probably my least favorite just because Raiden and Traithan are so awesome, but that doesn't mean I dislike her. I didn't, I don't hate him now, but the first read-through, <sighs> no, not for me. I, I love the villains, and Traithan's so good. Like, I like, oh, I like seeing things from the villainous perspective, and so Traithan, that's why you care, and... The thing with Traithan is he gives the book a sense of, like, if Raiden doesn't solve Elantris and Traithan's not there, it doesn't matter. 
Craven's failure would not matter because who cares? It's not like although that's the reason why Brandon actually thinks that Serini is the main character of the book is because she is the catalyst to the change for the other two characters. She wow. makes she helps Riodin find the cure for Elantris. She makes Horathen, the evil priest, reconsider what he is and second guess himself. So really, she is the force of change for the entire book. Yeah, yes, but, but the other two viewpoints are more interesting. I like her. Thank you very much. Who's I'm an Elantrian? Like her. I'm What's just the title of the book? Elantris. Maybe then be not Elantrian. She is my least favorite. I mean, I, 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 I'd have to agree. Just not. Grace is kind of weird, and he comes out of nowhere. Oh, I, really, I really, no, no. I, I dig Trayvon. When I first read this book, Trayvon was probably my favorite. For yeah. sure. No. Nope. You guys are ridiculous. No. Well, well see, it's a. See, so, Mish, you're, you, is Serene your favorite? I don't know. I. It's specific parts about Hera- or about Raiden and specific parts about Serini. Josh I love her. Is, Josh is a Raiden guy. I, I am totally a Raiden guy. See, well, yeah. first time. I mean, I like them all, but like Craven, mm, I like him. He, so it I, ended up working so out well. Three, three, three way split. Yeah, and we're going to be way. able to have good conversation about all three of our chapters each way. Oh, I totally did not get that joke until now. Yeah, he's, he's, looking at I was Eric. just like, I was just waiting and see, yeah. Uh, is yeah. It, is this a good time to close up? Yeah, up? I was just thinking that. Any uh, final notes? Um, I, I, I'm we, like, we is, might be back next week, it's hard to say. Thanksgiving, I mean, uh, oh, wait, we should talk about, no, are we not going to talk about that? What uh, are we? Thing? What? The audio that we have oh yes we should be posting some audio from brandon's recent utah signings Don't sometime sound too excited. soon <laughs> josh is just upset because he's the one editing it well maybe we'll make you edit it come okay. on dude i've got like six and a half hours of audio to edit just let's see you it all. it's fine Actually, no, we can't post it all. Anyways, before we get into too much more uh, site-related business, we'll see you guys all next week. And call. Call. Call! Or you could... And that was the sound of the Riod. (laughs) And Elantra shattering. And also uh, Devotion and Dominion (laughs) splintering. All of that. In that sound, right there. <laughs> and I think that's a great note to end on. Don't you? Okay. okay. See y'all. Hi. Hi. Call. <laughs>